0: Well, let me welcome you to our time together in a time that I've titled Evangelism Tools with Pastor Dustin. I received a question this morning, how do I lead someone to the Lord? And I believe that is an incredible question to be asking on this week that we're celebrating the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you're asking that same question, I hope to share a few tools with you this morning that will be a help and an encouragement in these days. If you're asking that question, I believe there are three things that we can consider together before we really begin sharing our faith. Number one, pray, 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 and pray some more. Pray for the person that you are desiring to share the gospel with. Pray for that random stranger that God would give you the opportunity to cross paths with that individual. Number two, be confident in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our confidence is not in our flesh It is not in the enticing words that we use. It's really not even in our methods or manners, but the confidence that we have is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And third, let the Holy Spirit do his work. As the church of Corinth was debating, and arguing back and forth, some were saying, I'm of Paul. Some were saying I'm of Apollos and some were saying I'm of Cephas. Paul corrected them. He said, you're not of any one of us. He says, you are of Jesus Christ. Jesus did the work that we could not do. Some plant, some water, but it is God that gives the increase. So remember that. You and I can't force someone into salvation. You and I cannot make someone get saved. However, we can pray, 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 and pray some more. We can be confident in the power of the gospel, and we can let the Holy Spirit do what he does. So the first tool that I want to encourage you with this morning is what I have been blessed to come across over the years, and we've called it hand-to-hand evangelism. Most people have this opportunity to use their hand to share their faith with someone, and this is a very easy, quick access tool that you can use in just about any setting in any circumstance. So the first way that we do this is by using our thumb. We say, this morning or today, I've got good news for you. For God so loved the world, according to John chapter 3 and verse 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son That whosoever believeth in him should never perish, but have everlasting life. Man, that is good news. It's great news to know that you can have everlasting life. It's great news to know that Jesus gave his life for you. It's great news that God loved you so much. That is good news. However, using your pointer finger, I want you to indicate that there is one problem. What is that problem? That's right, sin. Every man, woman, boy and girl, Born into this world, tested positive for S-I-N. We are S-I-N positive. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us. There's not a single one of us that have overcome our sin in our own self. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. If you can imagine with me an archery shooter, I love to shoot bows. And as you're shooting bows, You're shooting for the bullseye, and you can shoot towards the bullseye, and you can miss it by a small smidgen, or you can miss it by the whole length of the target. Either way, you've completely missed the bullseye. You have fallen short of the target, and that's the way that our life is when it comes to sin. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We missed the mark. We missed the bullseye, whether it was by a little bit or by a lot. We've all missed it. And then I want you to notice the, uh, that the Bible says in Romans 6.23 that because we've sinned, this is a problem, and it leads us to death. The wages of sin is death. That's all that sin can buy is death, death, death. It buys us death spiritually, and it also buys us death physically. The reason people die today is because of sin. I want you to notice on the middle finger, Romans 5, 8, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, if you'll notice your middle finger, that middle finger stands above all the other fingers. There's not a finger that is as large and as long and as big as the middle finger. And that is important because Jesus stands above all the other efforts in this world. Whether that is an effort of religion, Jesus stands above it. If it's the effort of buying your way to heaven, Jesus stands above that effort. If it's using your goodness to go to heaven, Jesus stands above that effort. If it is any other way, it is smaller than Jesus, and Jesus overcomes all other efforts things in this world. You want someone to understand that God commended his love toward us. That's a big, big love. And that Christ died for us. Christ being bigger than any other effort that we could bring. And then I want you to notice your ring finger. That's the finger that indicates a relationship between one man and one woman at an altar before a congregation of people or in a courtroom, whatever the case may be, whenever they commit their uh, vows to one another. There's a covenant relationship that that man and that woman enter into. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse nine, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, that's a commitment to Jesus, And this ring represents a commitment, what I confess with my mouth to my wife before the presence of others. That commitment, I commit to the Lord Jesus with my mouth. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Romans 10 verse 10. For with the heart man believeth in righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. If you want to have a relationship with Jesus, if you want to be saved, it comes through that relationship with him. Jesus is greater than religion. He is a relationship. Let me show you the pinky here. The pinky is the smallest finger on your hand and yet it is so strong and so important. Ephesians chapter number 2, verse 8 and verse 9. For by grace are ye saved through what? Faith. Faith is that small substance, but yet it is so important. It is a small part of salvation, but yet it is the biggest part in salvation. For by grace are ye saved through faith. That not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Your faith is like a pinky. It is small, but yet we place our faith and trust in Jesus. We can't place our faith in religion. We can't place our faith in good works. We can't place our faith in our reputation or in our last name or in our American citizenship. We must put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ and in him alone. And then I want you to notice the palm of your hand. The palm represents security. It represents a strong grasp. It represents strength. John 10, verse 28. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my what? Out of my hand. Jesus gives us this incredible promise of eternal life. Just the words, eternal life, the essence of those words should give you confidence as a Christian that you have everlasting life. There is no way, shape, form, or fashion that you can ever lose that eternal life. Why? Because it's eternal. And if it wasn't eternal, then you could lose it. But if it is eternal, then you can never, never, never lose it. And they shall never perish. That's what scripture says. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. There is no angel, no principality, no circumstance, no height, no depth, nor any breadth, nor any creature that shall ever separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So today I'm praying that God will give you an incredible opportunity to lead someone to Jesus this resurrection season. That God would allow you to cross paths with a stranger and have confidence in the power of the gospel. using your thumb, I've got good news for you. But there is one problem, S-I-N. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Jesus, he stands above all the other efforts to salvation. And if you understand that Jesus died for your sins without spot and without blemish, he never did anything wrong. They put him in a grave. He got up. He rose again. He showed himself for over 40 days to so many hundreds of people. And they went on to write about seeing Jesus. And then he ascended back to heaven where he is today. And he's coming again for all who believe and trust in him. And then he's coming back another time to bring judgment to all those that do not trust him as Lord. And if you want to know Jesus, you can enter into a relationship with Jesus with your heart and with your mouth by making that confession and commitment to Jesus. And then your pinky. Your pinky just place your faith and trust in Jesus. And if you'll do that, you will have eternal life and no man can ever pluck you out of the hand of Christ. So with something to think about today, I hope that you'll use this. Make it a great day or not. As we always say, the choice is yours.